All right, what if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job? Choose Express Employment Professionals, and that is exactly what you're going to get. They can help you find work in any industry. With just one interview at Express, you have a connection to endless jobs. Whether you want a contract job, a new full-time role, or a summer job, choose Express Employment Professionals. Express has more than 860 locally owned locations and no fees for job seekers. Visit ExpressPros.com today to find a location near you. Summer is upon us, and whatever you have going on, a vacation, a staycation, a summer wedding, well, Macy's has you covered. If you need summer dresses, matching sets, volume sleeve tops, wedges, straw-crafted bags, I mean, really, they have what you need head to toe. I'm talking Levi's, Dolce Vita, Lacoste, and more. So shop summer must-haves at Macy's. Go to Macy's.com slash style. Again, that's Macy's.com slash style. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots. And Tacova's is your stop before attending your next concert. All Tacova's boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tacova's has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. If you can't make it to a store, well, just go to tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Hey, it's Amy here to talk about St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. For 60 years, St. Jude doctors and researchers have helped push the overall childhood cancer survival rate from 20% to more than 80%. And we need your help getting that number to 100%. And most important, your support means that families never receive a bill from St. Jude for treatment, travel, housing, or food. That peace of mind means so, so much for these families. So join me in helping St. Jude in this fight. Become a partner in hope at musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. Life ain't always pretty, but hey, it's pretty beautiful, thing. Laugh a little more, thing. Tight, tighten up your core, thing. Said EK, you're kicking it with four things. With Amy Brown. Okay, happy Thursday, everybody. Intro is going to be quick today. I'll just give you a menu of what is to come in this episode because it's a lot of totally different things. My sister is on for the first thing. It's just a quick little 10-minute chat with her about how she's getting through uh, this season of life, and it's with laughter. She has some YouTube accounts to suggest, and then we derailed a second and ended up talking about Pretty Woman because she decided to watch that movie with her kids. But before you judge us, just know that our parents took us, I mean, I haven't watched Pretty Woman with my kids yet. I, I don't think that I'll do that. But sister, if you're listening to this, I'm not judging you. But our parents took us when we were kids. I was nine years old. So we get into some of that. And she has a funny quote to share as well that I laughed at, especially if you are homeschooling, <laughs> which a lot of us are. And then for the second thing, we talk about pink hair. That is 
all the rage right now in quarantine, tinting your hair pink. And Mary has done this before. So I got her to come on and talk about it and give us the best tips on how to do it. And you can get the pink hair tint at Target. And then while I've got Mary on, we talk about some of our super cute Mother's Day gifts that are available uh, in We wanted to share them with you because the deadline, if you want to get them in time for Mother's Day, fingers crossed, is tomorrow, uh, Friday, May 1st, if you're listening to this on Thursday. I mean, you can always order something at any point, even on Saturday or Sunday, but we just can't guarantee delivery. Then for the third thing, I've got an Outweigh follow-up. You know, Outweigh is the eating disorder series that I did with Lisa at the Wellness Estes on Instagram. So I have her on and we just do a follow-up chat. We felt like it'd be good to just recap a little bit after all four episodes since they're now out there and maybe you've listened to all four, uh, this might be a good thing for you to listen to. And if you haven't listened to any of thing, any outweigh episodes, then maybe you listen to this recap and realize that the series might be something good for you to listen to. And it is a series that lives inside the four things podcast. It just was uploading on Saturdays. And if you subscribe to the podcast, then you automatically get it, which now I guess I'll take a second to say, If you're not subscribed, it'd be awesome if you did subscribe and you can rate and review, Uh, you know, no pressure to give it five stars. But if you want to, you can go do that. Pretty sure. I think that's how it works. I do have people that don't give me and I like constructive criticism too. So you can put that on there as well. And then for the fourth thing today, it is the healthcare hero shout out, which I'm doing every episode uh, for, I don't know, in the near future for sure because it's just, I think, an important thing right now. So what I want y'all to do is email me healthcare hero shout outs, four things with Amy Brown at gmail.com so that I can read through those. And I'm really just picking them randomly, but I do love reading through them. And I don't know how long we'll keep this thing going, but uh, hopefully every week I'll, I'll have a new shout out and maybe there's some way, shape or form we can bless the hero that you've nominated, even if they don't make it into you know, the actual podcast. And if, if your email doesn't make it, it's really nothing personal ever, ever. It's just randomly or just if something catches my eye or I have to eeny, meeny, miny, mo it because there's, there's every email is a great email. So, uh, don't forget you can do that. Send them in healthcare hero shout outs for things with Amy Brown at gmail.com. Okay. Uh, that is the menu for today's episode. So let's get started. First thing. That's right. Got yeah, my sister on, and I reached out to you not that long ago and said, Hey, you know, how, how are you handling all this? And your response was, You find yourself being like our mom, saying, I just want to laugh. And so some people might not know the backstory behind I just want to laugh. They may know mm-hmm. that the backstory behind I want to choose joy, but right. it stems from the very first conversation that she had with us, along with the joy, but mm-hmm. when she was diagnosed with cancer and when she told us. So that's what you replied to me. So I'll let you share your thoughts on laughter during this pandemic. With mom, just real quick on that, we were sitting at our kitchen table and it was the first time she was telling us that she had cancer. It was kind of like the words came out of her mouth, I have cancer. And obviously the world stopped, it felt like. And then her next words were, and I just want to laugh. She just didn't want it to be like Debbie Downer the whole time. She wanted to find something good in it all and still feel up and positive some way, somehow, even though it's really hard. I think whenever you messaged me, you said something like, "Um, I just wanted to see what you were clinging to 
right now. And in my head, I was like, it doesn't feel like I'm clinging to anything, honestly. Like, during this, this is all foreign and weird and unending, and I don't know how to handle the situation well. And so it felt more like what I'm doing is grasping for air. Like, when you're crossing the monkey bars and you, like, miss the bar, and then you fall in your face in the dirt. That's how I feel. I don't feel like I've been handling this amazing but I do know that laughing makes me feel better. And to get before you get into what you've been using for laughter, just some backstory on Christy. She's a wife and a mother of four and a business owner. So when you have a lot of that going on in a pandemic, it can be a lot. Everybody's affected in different ways, but just so that people know kind of what's on your plate. You know, I love being home, but I also love alone time and I don't get much of that at all. So I find myself having to get out to be alone somehow, but you can't go anywhere. So so I take a lot of walks. I don't think you have seen this yet, but I asked you if you had seen um, Dude Dad. And it's this guy, he posts a lot of videos where he's like acting like his wife. He just kind of is impersonating her and he wears a wig and he does all these funny things. Well, he does this one that's about his wife in quarantine. And, you know, it's like her making her own cleaning products and talking to a friend and doing all these Pinterest cooking and she's failing. And then she goes to Target and nobody's there. But then she passes one person and she's like trying to stay six feet away. And then they're out of coffee creamer and she's just super pissed because she really wants her coffee creamer. And it's just a really, it's hard to do it justice without watching it. I think it's on YouTube and it's hilarious. And it came out like in the first couple weeks of quarantine. So it was even more funny because you were just, everything was new. So, and then as far as the kids, they watch, I don't know what it is with Dude, but they watch a lot of Dude Perfect. Do your kids watch that? I don't know what that is. You don't know what Dude Perfect is? No. Okay, these are five guys that went to Texas A&M. They lived together at Texas A&M. They probably graduated maybe 10 years ago. And they started this YouTube channel where they make random like basketball shots. Now it has grown into this huge thing. And they are hilarious, but they're also strong Christians. So it's really, everything they do is really clean, but so funny. Well, I mean, but speaking of your kids and clean, you also just told me that you just showed them pretty woman. So (laughs) this is what happened. You know that mom and dad took us to the movie theater when it came out in 1990. And so you were nine. I know. I was 13. Mm-hmm. We obviously saw that movie. That's where we fell in love with Julia Roberts, even though she had been in Steel Magnolias, but Pretty Woman was like her breakout movie, right? Yeah. So I was like, oh, gosh, we got to watch this, kids. You know, this this is like my childhood. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm watching it with Adelaide. And I think Creed watched it, too, which is my 12, almost 13-year-old boy. You know, during one scene, I mean, I won't be too particular about the scene, but I mean, Pretty Woman's about a prostitute. So there's things that are going on or suggested. Adeline kind of looked over at me and said, your mom and dad took you to the movie theater. But to be fair, I know I was nine, but I, I did not know her vocation. I didn't know what a prostitute right. was. I didn't understand what was happening. And I'm sure they covered our eyes during certain scenes or mine at least? I mean, I don't remember if they did or not. I'm sure I didn't even know a lot of what was going on because I don't remember like being uncomfortable watching it with them. But 
there's a couple suggestive but things. But also, hold on, before we get into that, and why did they take us? I don't understand. Why didn't they just get a babysitter? Well, I remember we asked mom about it. She said, well, your dad wanted to go. So we all went. But yeah. now I can't, like, follow up. We should ask maybe dad. Dad more. will not remember. Last he time, will remember. Last time we were with dad, he's been married four times, and we were at our other, our half-sister's daughter's wedding last November, and we asked him, his first wife was at the wedding, because that's who he had our sister Kim with. And we asked him how he met her, and he couldn't remember. (laughs) He didn't know. So I don't think he'll remember why he took us to Pretty Woman. That's just beyond me. But it is one of my favorite, my top three favorite movies are Pretty Woman, uh, Dirty Dancing, and Steel Magnolias. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Speaking of laughter, another thing that I know you're relying on for that is funny memes or quotes. And what was the funny quote you shared with me? I already forgot it. Well, one of them was, um, if you see me talking to myself, mind your own business. I'm having a parent-teacher conference. (laughs) 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 Which is like, yeah, because the homeschooling thing. My older three are doing pretty good at it, but my third grader needs a lot of guidance. And then it's a lot of, like, Google Classroom. And I saw another thing that... (laughs) I was talking about how the kind of what happens when you get an email from the teacher on how to do everything. And it's like, well, first you go to Zumbledoo and you download Doodlebop and then you go to, you know, like everything is like got this weird name, you know, and, and he doesn't have to go to Brain Pop and watch these videos. And then he goes, you know, obviously has Zoom meetings and, you know, yeah. and I just am, it's, I'm sure it's not all hard because obviously elementary kids are supposed to be handling this, but I find myself confused by all the little bop, bop, doodle bop places we're supposed to go and, you know, get things done. I think we'll get a break maybe in 2021. I'm not sure. (laughs) I know someone sent me something yesterday that we may be schooling remotely in the fall as well. And I was like, oh, awesome. Right. I know. I can't even imagine that, but it really could be the reality. So we should start preparing ourselves for that. Before you go, I wanted to share with you an email that I got because I thought that you would like it because I do get emails about you. (laughs) And Chassie said, hey, Amy, I love your podcast. I've listened all the way back to Christmas from last year. I wanted to let you know that I ordered from your sister's coffee shop to show some love during this quarantine. And I loved the coffee and the little choose joy spoons so much that I ordered them for my best friend for her birthday. The coffee is awesome and I'll def be ordering more. Thanks for throwing the love all around. So, uh, yeah. That is so sweet. We have, with everything, we've gotten so much online support with the way stuff has kind of gone. We've had to revamp our website and work on that a lot because our coffee shop business has probably dropped over 90%. Um, We still have quite a few Choose Joy spoons to ship out. And then our coffee, we have three roasts and we can grind them for you for however you use it, or you can order it in a whole bean situation. Yeah. We use it here at the mm-hmm. house, and I, of course, love my Choose Joy Spoon. And then I have several friends, and then even, yeah, podcast listeners that have sent me notes saying they've ordered and how much they love it. So I'm super proud of you and y'all. And I know yeah. that this has been, it's not an easy transition, and there's so many small businesses in the same shoes, but yeah. I love that people are taking time to support small businesses, however that mm-hmm. looks for them. When you do that, 
you, I love seeing the direct, like when I talk to you about it, you're like, yeah, our guy that roasts our coffee beans, it's giving him work. And then the woman that lives in New Mexico that makes the vintage spoons and puts choose or has the vintage spoons and puts choose joy on them and then sells them to y'all. It's, it's a trickle down right. effect in the economy. Right. And, but we, we know them personally. And so that part is cool. And Mother's Day I don't know. When are y'all? I have Mary on in a little bit. We're going to be talking about our cutoff is Friday, May. Well, tomorrow for Mother's Day. What y'all's to guarantee shipping? Yeah, I would in the next couple days. Yeah. I mean, we would, you would want to get your order in to be sure that we got it shipped out in the next few days. Yeah. And then you just got to have grace and patience. And if your Mother's Day gift arrives a little bit late, it's no big deal. I mean, we're just rolling with it. Well, that's what I'm, yeah, finding with a lot of the deliveries, they are being delayed and what they say is going to be delivered, it actually doesn't come and, you know, it's a day or two late. But hopefully, I mean, if we got orders in in the next day or two, they would go out and I think it'd be in plenty of time for Mother's Day. Okay. Well, thank you, sister, for coming on for some advice on how you're getting through this. I love that it's through some laughter and you should probably call me more because... I mean, I'm pretty funny. Well, yeah, I'll just call you. Yeah, get... I guess you could go to Dude Dad or whatever it is, but I mean, call me. Okay, you're funny. That's exactly my point. <laughs> I know. <laughs> okay. Dude Dad, Dude Perfect, all the dudes. All the dudes. Okay, love dude you. Amy. Okay, love you. Bye. Bye. Second thing. Okay, so I've got Mary on for this thing because I saw that there was a new trend happening in quarantine. And it's pink hair. Well, first we were seeing shaved heads was a thing because (laughs) I don't know if it's just because women were going crazy or they just thought, I'm not seeing anybody, so who cares? And actually, I kind of think for me, I'll never do it, but it would feel amazing to just shave my head off hair. Ben would really, really appreciate that, I'm sure. Yeah, no, he... Doesn't even you want like your my hair like short. You like long, right? Oh yeah, he wants me to grow my hair out long so bad. But something would just be so freeing to just shave my hair off. But I'm not going to do it. I would. I'm more likely to lean into this other trend that I'm seeing people do, which is dyeing their hair pink. Other people are also letting their grays really grow out, and they're just embracing that. So that's a thing too. I mean, I'm just by default. Yeah. What what have you been doing? Nothing. My grays are coming through and it's so weird how they come through. So like wiry and scraggly. Yeah. Yeah. Cause then they just stick straight up and they don't, I just feel like I have to blend them in, but luckily they don't look too bad yet. But there's some people online where their gray hair coming through looks really beautiful. And I just want to be able to be okay with that about myself. But I'm just not there yet. But dying pink, I could do that. And then I remember, wait a second, I'm pretty sure Mary colored her hair rose gold at some point. And that really is the color because what the product people are specifically using is Kristen S. Rose Gold Temporary Tint. And it's available at Target and it's like $12. And so then I messaged you about it and you said that's the exact brand that you use too. Yeah. So it's not, I wouldn't say it's like coloring your hair because it's, I mean, it's definitely like you get a pop of color and it's more of like a faded rose pink, but it's super subtle and also it's totally temporary. So it washes out. I think mine washed out in three washes, but I mean, depending on how light your hair is or dark your hair is or how you apply it. But so it's like totally temporary. Well, I mean, these days I'm washing my hair once a week or so, so that could last (laughs) me three weeks. You're like, I'm good for a month or two. Did you yeah. think it looked pretty? I mean, yeah, I, so, 
I just like that it's like a fun change without any commitment. And I feel like now is the best time to try it because like, why not? And then you can kind of play around with the different ways you apply it, like results in different like levels of pink. So now would be a good time to test that out because like you don't want to do it too pink and then you have to go to the office because you don't have to go to the office right now. I did it a couple of years ago and it... I mean, is it an easy process? Because I would just be oh, nervous. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it's so easy. It's $12. Actually, when you sent me a message, I ordered it again. So mine's delivering tomorrow, and I'm really excited to do it again. So it's just like a spray, and you do it in the shower. So you wash your hair like normal, and then you do it in the shower, which don't do it out of the shower. I wanted to do it looking in the mirror to, like, see. Do not do that. Get your hair, your bathroom totally pink. So do it in the shower, and you just spray it and, like, leave it on for a couple minutes. And that's it. And then you condition your hair, and that's it. Well, maybe I, yeah. yeah it depends. You should totally do it. Yeah, I think you would like it. Okay. And also, so it picks up on, like, if you want it to be more pink, you should towel dry your hair because it absorbs it. It's like your hair is like a sponge. So the more wet your hair is, the less pink it will absorb. And also, the lighter your hair is, the more it will absorb. So, like, your blonder pieces will pick it up more, which looks really cool. Okay. Well, then maybe I'll order some and I'll try it out. Ooh, speaking of absorbing things, have you gotten your package in the mail yet that I sent you? Mm -mm. Okay. Well... Mail these days has been kind of slow, so I don't know when you'll get it, but I mailed some pink crystal light for your mom, (laughs) because I know she loves that, and she couldn't find it at the store, and I saw it when I was getting some stuff for my dad, and then also I got 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 by an Instagram ad. You know, like the hair towels, like when you get out of the shower, you put a hair Mm -hmm. towel on your head and it absorbs it. Well, this is like those towel things, but it's a scrunchie. And it somehow in the scrunchie that's, you know, about the size of my hand. And I totally wanted one. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Did you see where they like put it in the water and pull it out? Oh, yay. I'm so excited. So I got got by the ad and I ordered (laughs) some and I went ahead and got you some too because I am jealous of Mary's hair you could probably put this scrunchie in your hair and it'll absorb all the water and then you could like let it down and let your hair flow and then your hair will be good for the day like oh my god Mary's hair comes out of the shower and air dries like she went to the salon mine I sent her a picture of my hair what it looks like (laughs) if I go to bed with my head wet But your hair is so curly and fun and probably holds curl a lot more. So, yeah. I mean, there's I looked, pros and cons. It was amazing. Oh, yeah. I looked that. crazy. Maybe I'll have to post that picture one day so that y'all can see just how crazy my hair gets. But anyway, I've only used this little hair scrunchy thing once. But once Mary can use it because she has way more hair than I do and see if it really works, then we'll tell y'all what the scrunchie is in case you want to buy one. Because it, Ooh, it was yeah. a lot easier to use than putting a towel all the way over your head. And it looked cuter, too. You just put it like in a little bun. Oh, and it absorbed cool. all the water. I'm so excited. Uh, yeah. Might be Thanks. a good gift for you to get people. Oh, which speaking of gifts and Mother's Day, I told people on Tuesday's Q&A episode that the deadline for Mother's Day gift shopping with the Shop Forward was going to be Friday, May 1st, oh, which okay. is tomorrow. Yep. Is that still the case? Yes. So it's hard. Like normally we would probably say the next Monday. We're just having which I feel like not it's not just us. We're experiencing a lot of delays with like postal service. So we were saying Friday just to give it a little bit of a buffer. I mean, we hope to get it to you as early as possible. But and we're shipping like consistently on time. It's more just we can't have as much reliability, I guess, with the shipping services, which is totally understandable. I even I saw an article on TMZ that said bad news for procrastinators. The woman in your life may be disappointed Mother's Day. (laughs) And they were talking about how the coronavirus has put a huge dent in supply and demand for flowers. 
Oh. Like, so suppliers, huh. they had no idea how much to produce, which meant if people wait too long, there's not going to be any flowers. So suppliers were telling people to place their orders early. And I was like, oh, okay, well, I mean, that's fine. But I feel like flowers, flowers die. <laughs> Mary and I have some really good Mother's Day gift ideas that yes. they'll last oh, also, forever. I saw a thing that said, attention, dads, like your kids will not be bringing home homemade gifts for Mother's Day from school. So make sure you're thinking ahead. Like normally your kids bring home some cute little thing that they made in class. Like that's not happening this year unless he's making it with them, I guess, at your kitchen table. So yeah, yeah. so there's that. Flowers aren't going to last forever. I, I mean, it's fine if you want to do that. But if you're a procrastinator, you may have already missed out on placing an order for flowers. And then all of our gifts, which we'll give you a few gift ideas right now, some suggestions yeah. of our favorites. But they're a gift that lasts forever. And it's a gift that keeps on giving. And this Mother's Day, we're continuing our support again this year with Project MetaShare's maternity centers. So we're supporting new moms and babies in Haiti. And we have a a few suggestions. A lot of you may have heard us talk about different things that we have, but maybe you aren't aware that we released a Cool Mom Tie-Dye Tea, which is brand new-ish. And it's been super popular already. So even when I think people already kind of know about it, I'm saying it here, we'll post about it. And people will say, oh my gosh, I had no idea that you came out with a tie-dye t-shirt. I'm like, okay. So if you're listening to this podcast, you maybe know about the Four Things Gratitude Journal. Hopefully, (laughs) yes. Yeah, hopefully, because we try to talk about gratitude a lot here on the podcast, which I think would be a great gift for moms. And it's super cute. It's tie-dye. It has really inspiring, encouraging quotes inside and fun stickers. And Mary and I designed it ourselves. So yes, we're totally biased, but... (laughs) But I love it. And then, Mary, tell people about the Tammy Taylor tote because I feel like that's an option that might get overlooked that people would really, really like. Oh, yeah. So we have a few pre-made totes that are, like, in stock and ready to ship. Some black and white options and also some pink options. So this one's one of our black ones, and it's one of my favorite ones. We call it the Tammy Taylor tote. So if you're a Friday Night Lights fan or just Texas fan, as clear eyes, full hearts, can't lose, Texas forever. Mm-hmm. And whenever I carry that, I always get people to ask me about it. So I think that that would be a great gift. Yeah. And also, if y'all are looking for any show to binge during quarantine. Oh, my gosh. Yes. It's so good. Friday Night Lights, or maybe you want to start over and watch it again. That is such a good one. I didn't watch it real time. I probably started watching it after it already ended and binged it in 2015 or 16 or something. And it was amazing. I think I did it while my husband was on a deployment and then he had never seen it. So last year or so, maybe the year before I got to binge it again with him and it was amazing. It was so good. So yeah, that's definitely a four things tote that's pre-made. That's a good option that maybe y'all didn't know we had. And then also we have some pink totes that are pre-made and I'll just talk about the daily mantra one, which last year we actually called it mom goals because we came up with it for Mother's Day, but then decided to keep it year-round. And Mm -hmm. we realized while these are goals for moms, they should be everybody's daily mantra. But they say, love hard, have grace, laugh often, get sleep. And it's words to live by. (laughs) Like, I think we all could use a lot of love. We all need grace, especially right now, even with the Postal Service. (laughs) Um, We need to laugh a lot and then sleep super important to stay. Yeah, good reminders. Shout out, are you wearing your star necklace? Oh yeah, we're both wearing our star necklace right now, which is another awesome 
Mother's Day gift. I feel like anybody would be super happy to get this. And this is what we get whenever we're wearing this with anything. I feel like we get the most questions about where do you get your necklace? And so, yeah, it's cute gold and it's adjustable. So you can make it more of like a choker or a long, longer necklace. And it has three gold stars. And they're actually handmade by women in Nashville. And then but they still benefit in Haiti. But this necklace has some global local and, local. and global impact, which are totes yeah. are also made here in the U.S. Yeah. Yep. On the East Coast. So and they're custom made. Every part of the totes are custom made. Yeah. We developed like the whole thing. So start to finish. And then I was wearing I posted this video or the Bobby Bone Show posted a video of everyone for the show from the show just talking about how we're still working. We're here for people through this crazy time. Listen to the show, blah, blah, blah. And I didn't know what we were filming the video for, for sure, for sure, or where it was going to be used. And then I was like, oh, okay, this just went out everywhere. <laughs> and I was wearing a cool grandma pink <laughs> sweatshirt, which we have for grandmas, but I think now we might be sold out or maybe have a couple left. So if you do have a grandma you want to shop for, that could maybe be an option, but I don't know. We've been selling a lot of those, but just to clarify here, I'm not a grandma. I know. we got a lot of questions. Uh huh. I think <laughs> some people were confused as if I had some older child they didn't know about that maybe had a baby or something. Well, it's, it's funny that sweatshirt has been popular with like high school and like college. They wear it like ironically, like it's kitschy, like I don't know, kids these days basically think oh. it's funny to wear a cool grandma foot. Or it's like we like to go to bed early and do grandma like things. Oh, know. well, then the shirt is totally fitting for me because I'm basically yeah. cool like a college student and okay. I do go to bed early and like to eat dinner early, like blue light special. So, yeah, that is why I was wearing it, obviously, but mm-hmm. I'm not a grandma. But my husband's mom. We gave her one, and she's a legit grandma, and she looks so cute in it. And then we gave my father-in-law cool grandpa, and my dad yeah, has cool grandpa. So we oh, have yeah. those as options, too, but I know we're talking Mother's Day. But we have way more than what we just listed here. So you can just go to RadioAmy.com, click on the Mother's Day graphic, and it'll take you to everything that we mentioned and more because – Again, we have other tote options. We have more cool mom options. We have born year hats. Maybe you want to get your mom a hat with the year that oh, you yeah. were born because that's clearly her favorite year. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, and again, there's a lot of cute gifts, but I think the main thing is is that your mom will love that her gift is giving back to new moms and babies in Haiti. So yeah, and it'll come with a cute little card that explains that. So even if you send it to her directly, she'll get that and see that. And it'll just seem more special. Yeah. And then you can make a FaceTime appointment or a Zoom appointment with her or something. And y'all can have Mother's Day over video or your phone. And she can open her gift from you and your family and it'll still feel special. And then you can tell her more about it if you want to, but she will get a card that explains it. So, yeah. Okay. Well, hopefully that helps with your Mother's Day shopping. And then Mary and I, I guess, will post pictures soon of our pink hair. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I know. I'm really excited. Because we're going to be doing that, too. And if y'all end up dyeing your hair pink as well, let us know. Post pictures and tag us. Mary is, she runs two Instagram accounts. Her personal one, which is at M-E-R-I underscore. And then she also runs the Shop Forward, which is at the Shop Forward. Yep. Boom. And then Amy's at Radio Amy. Oh, thank you for the shout out. Oh, would you like to go... She posted a thing yesterday asking who for suggestions of who to have on the podcast. So you guys should go look at, I don't know when you're listening to this, but go a couple posts back 
and yeah. say who you would want to hear on the podcast. I don't know if you've already talked about that. Oh, I haven't, but that's a good oh. idea. Well, it's actually Mary's idea for me to make one of those little graphics. <laughs> so Mary always has really good ideas. And sometimes I feel like your head stinks. You don't want to be bugging me with your ideas. But Mary is such a creative, she's an ideas person. In fact, when you left Mark Jacobs and went to work for your dad, what was your job title again? Business development. I think it was business development. Business development. See? Oh, geez. Because you're an ideas person. I was just letting people know. I mean, her brain works differently than mine or maybe even some of you. So anyway, I always appreciate the help. So it was her idea for me to make that graphic and put it up. She's like, you'll probably get a really, a lot of really good ideas. And then you'll have a reason when you reach out to people, if they were requested, you can say, Hey, my people really want to hear from you and they'll be more likely to maybe come on your podcast. And so I really want Robin Roberts to come on. I have for a long time. Everyone go comment who you want and then also tag Robin Roberts. Yes. (laughs) Like comment who you (laughs) genuinely want. And then, yeah do Robin too. And then if you see me on there commenting Robin Roberts, laugh to yourself because that's me trying to get Robin to notice me. I've DM'd her a couple times, but she hasn't seen it. (laughs) We wanted to know if she wanted to do a healthcare hero giveaway because we have the four things shirts and four things totes that say scrubs on caffeinate, wash hands, repeat for healthcare heroes. And we have a whole sponsorship page where you can sponsor a tote or a tea for a healthcare hero, or you can just purchase one and give it to a healthcare hero you know. Or if you're a healthcare hero yourself, you can use the code HERO and get one and save 10%. But we've been doing giveaways too with different people on Instagram. And so I thought, oh, Robin would be such a good person. So I've been DMing her. She doesn't ever see it. So then I delete it and resend it. <laughs> hey, you never know. You got to do what you got to do. Also... Something I'll have on my Instagram today, because it's Throwback Thursday, is I put up the Hunger Games trailer. Oh, mm-hmm. oh! did you already post? I have to go see this. Okay. Yeah. That's it, funny. So that'll also be on my Instagram if you were a Hunger Games You're in Games for a treat, fan. people. A couple weeks ago, I posted my old school silent film video called Bacon, and I think it took people back in time, and then I started getting some messages like hey where's the hunger games trailer and i said oh okay so eddie actually just from the bobby bone show just finally sent it to me this week so now i have it and it's up and it'll take you down memory lane but yeah one time i was well because i was so obsessed with the book when the movie came out i had the whole bobby bone show and my whole family and interns and neighbors (laughs) all get together and reenact scene by scene, line by line, the entire trailer. <laughs> Pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. This was before I had children. <laughs> I mean, how good was Hunger Games, though? Oh, like, that so, good. so good. Actually, if you've never read the trilogy, what is it? It's three, right? Three. Well, they made it yeah. into four movies, but the book is, oh, the book is three. Okay. The books are better. Anyways. So the yeah. books are better, and there's three of them. So if you're looking for something to read during this just go ahead and do yourself a favor and order all three books or download all three books and treat yourself to that yeah because it's so good okay well thank you mary for coming on as always i'm sure that your name is somewhere in the mix of people on the who do we want to hear on the podcast i'm sure you're in there i've been on 
I know, but I'm sure some people still tag you like more of Mary. Our friend Nada, she wanted me to have Stashira on, which is my daughter. Oh, yeah. And I thought, okay, yeah, that is a good idea. I'll have to see if she's up for it and see if there's a topic we could discuss together as mom and daughter that would be good. So I think I'll do my daughter and then Mary and like my sister. She's on today's episode, too. (laughs) So eventually I'll get to Robin Roberts, you know? Yeah. (laughs) I just get my family and friends first and then we'll get there. But um, I hope everyone has, well, there's still a little bit more of this podcast left, but I guess I'll just say bye to Mary here. And Mary, (laughs) you can say bye to everyone. Bye. All right. I want to tell you about something really awesome that Macy's is doing. It is currently Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. And Macy's is highlighting some really cool AAPI-owned brands right now, online and in-store. For the entire month of May, you can join Macy's in supporting AAPI-owned fashion brands. Plus, you can help support college access and student success when you donate online or simply round up in-store to APIA scholars. Now, APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. And Macy's has made it super easy. You can just round up your purchase to the nearest dollar at checkout to support APIA Scholars, which is an educational nonprofit. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander-owned brands at Macy's.com or in-store. Again, that's Macy's.com. You're going to be doing some shopping anyway. Why not round up and give back? That's Macy's.com or in-store. All right, so I've been saving on shopping this year by only buying new clothes when I've sold some clothes that I no longer wear. And what this has done is it's forced me to be super wise when I'm adding clothes back into my closet. I want to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune, and that's where Quince comes into play. You can go see for yourself all the awesome stuff they have, especially for summer right now, like European linen dresses and blouses and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, 14-karat gold jewelry, so much more. And if you're like me, you're like, hmm, This just seems too good to be true. Well, what Quince does is they partner directly with top factories and they cut out the cost of the middleman and they pass the savings on to us. So we are getting things for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. For example, I'm literally looking on their website right now at this open knit cover up maxi dress that'll be great for the summer, 100% organic cotton. And it's $49.90. It could retail for $148. So that's 66% savings. And with warm weather here, you need to check out Quince. All you got to do is go to quince.com slash Amy for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's com slash Amy. You're going to get free shipping. Again, 365 day returns. That's quince.com slash Amy. Hey, it's Amy here to talk about the incredible work being done by St. Jude Children's Research Hospital and ask you today to join me in becoming a partner in hope. When you make a donation to St. Jude, you're helping an organization that has helped push the overall childhood cancer survival rate from 20% to more than 80%. And I can tell you from personal experience, that number and the hope that it brings is invaluable. What they are doing at St. Jude is making a huge difference. It is full of joy there, which a lot of families need at that time. They don't need to be worrying about travel, lodging, 
food, everything is paid for at St. Jude so that families can focus on their child that has cancer. Your support means families never receive a bill from St. Jude. It's only $19 a month, and when you sign up, you'll get the new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. Join me in helping St. Jude in the fight against childhood cancer. Become a partner in hope at musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. A friend was over for dinner the other day and, you know, we were just making conversation around the table, asking questions. And this friend said to my daughter, like, hey, what's something that makes your mom happy? And her response without missing a beat was clean countertops. Wiping down the countertops is a simple way for me to reset, especially when the smell is just right. And by smell, I'm talking about coconut. Coconut scented Clorox Sentiva is my go-to. And I personally love that she answered that without hesitation. That means she knows me well, and that's really special. And of course, yeah, I do love clean countertops. I love wiping them down. I will always choose the smell of coconut over anything. I don't know what scent matches your vibe, but there's coconut, there's grapefruit, there's lavender. And again, for me, it's always going to be coconut. My kitchen smells like a little tropical vacation when I use it. And I love that with Clorox, I know I'm getting a really good clean as well. So it's a powerful clean and a refreshing scent. Clorox Sentiva cleans like Clorox and feels like confidence. You can get yours now at a retail store near you. Here we go. Okay, so super excited to have Lisa on with me uh, at The Well Necessities, who is also my sidekick on our four-part series that lived inside this podcast on Saturdays called Outweigh for the month of April, where we talked about the gray area of disordered eating. And our goal was to break the stigma and expose this and start talking about it and have people share their stories and experts come on. And Lisa, we did it. All four episodes are officially out. Hello, everyone. Again, I think that, I mean, you really did it. You had a vision, and I feel like from the feedback I've gotten from listeners, we did accomplish our goal. Well, I could not have done it without you. You're sweet to say that. And yeah, I did have some weird vision, but the first person I called to... help me with the vision was you. And I've told you every time that I I wouldn't have been able to do it without having you, who I consider to be the expert by my side and helping guide me through it because I'm still working through a lot of this. It's all still very new to me. It's a new way of thinking. I'm having to unlearn so much. And I feel as though a lot of people that listen to the series, whether you listen to one episode or two or three or all four, which our hope is that if you haven't listened to all four, that you will. But you maybe concluded the series and you think to yourself, okay, well, now what? <laughs> what What do I do with this information and what, what are the next steps? So I wanted Lisa to come on and recap kind of a little bit of what we did, but maybe mm-hmm. just, it's hard to say because every person's journey is so different. So there's no way I can have Lisa on and say to you as in a blanket statement, well, here's what you should do next because every single person's journey is different, but we can do a generalization, maybe even come up with a few scenarios. But really what we would love to have from y'all is real feedback from you and real questions from you. And I think what I'll do too is have Lisa come on for a Tuesday episode. So a fifth thing, the Q&A episode. So send your questions in to four things with Amy Brown at gmail.com. If you've finished the series and you've got questions, send them in. 
And I think before we get into, Lisa, some of your thoughts on what is next for some people, I want to read a post that uh, someone put on Instagram. Her name is Hannah. She put it up in her stories. And we so appreciate it. Every single person that took a screenshot while they were listening and tagged us and shared about it and encouraged others to go listen and put swipe ups if they could. And I mean, that kind of thing means the world because it's just helping spread this important topic. Obviously, Lisa, I think it's important or we wouldn't have put all this work into it. Um, But here's what Hannah put on a screenshot of the little podcast picture where she was listening to it. She said, if you have done a cleanse, dieted, counted calories, done keto, exercised to eat, counted macros, stepped on a scale, obsessed with kale and green smoothies, pinched your stomach, envied someone else's body, you need this podcast. It will change your life. Okay, maybe not, but maybe it will. And when I saw that, I was like, okay, wow. I mean, that's a changing someone's life. That seems like such a big, very bold statement. So then I reposted hers and, you know, wanted to share with people what she put because I thought, okay, wow, she hit a lot of the, the people there that we want to meet on this, which is, you know, have you cleansed? Have you dieted? Are you counting calories? And what I wrote was, well, simply listening to this won't change your life, but our hope is that it starts a new dialogue for some and releases shame and helps people know they're not alone. And then eventually with a lot of work beyond just this podcast, lives are changed. So Lisa, what are our next Mm -hmm. steps now that we've started this conversation? For a lot of people, some of the information that they heard in this series Mm -hmm. was the first time they were ever hearing people talk this way. So can you recap, like in your words, what you thought this type of dialogue? Like what kind of a conversation is this that we're having with people now? Well, I think we covered a ton of information and that again, goes shout out to you. I didn't even think this was possible, but you know, in each episode we had one to two experts, we had personal stories, we had our own back and forth. And, you know, the feedback I heard was every episode provided unique insight about a topic, um, whether it was about exercise addiction or feeling shameful about their weight when they go to the doctor. I mean, we we covered a ton. So I think that each layer kind of allowed people to feel a little bit more seen and validated and not crazy or in their head about something that they might ruminate with. And I feel like we all kind of walked away with this with a better understanding that we're not broken. I feel like we go around our day-to-day lives kind of thinking about that there's something deeply wrong with us and we're afraid to let the world see that. And so we kind of do all these things and become these people, but we live with this hidden fear of, well, what if people knew who I really was? What if people knew that in my head I'm, you know, counting calories or all day or I can't function until I get to the gym or I throw up my food? And what we kind of strive to do is to let you know is that whatever behavior thoughts you are having or doing, it doesn't make you broken. It makes you human. And it's time to let that piece of you into the world to show it to somebody else, to start to heal and to also realize that all of us are carrying this weight in some way. That was a, well, it didn't exactly answer your question, but I did just want to kind of bring that out that, you know, we all have this deep fear of thinking that there's something wrong with us and we do all these things to kind of shield ourselves from that being exposed to the world. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no. I mean, and I think that was a good recap of what was covered for sure. And then 
I see you in my mind as a trailblazer with this, and I know that there's other people out there doing it. You just happen to be who I came across, and I'm sure you have other people that you look up to, but a lot of stuff is just you felt it within you, and you're putting it out there, and you've had to be bold and one of the first in your field to kind of challenge some of the stuff. So the question yeah. was, like, what is this dialogue? Are we? I know I, I shared a post that you put up last week in Four Things. I read your Instagram post that, anti-diet is an anti-nutrition or anti-wellness. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. like our series was called Outweigh because, mm-hmm. and you put it perfectly, that a life without disordered eating outweighs everything. But this type of conversation around all of the stuff, the cleansing, the dieting, the counting calories, mm-hmm. the keto, the, I mean, and we try not to point out very specific diets, but I'm just thinking back to the other girl's post that she put up. I mean, we've all kind of done it all. The binging, the purging, the over-exercising, the not weighing yourself. What is this conversation? Is it, are we anti, what are we? Like, what is, I I feel like our club needs a name. I mean, I can only speak for like what I know I am. So, and I think that you will agree. But the first thing that kind of happens when you unlearn things is you get angry. You're angry at what you were taught and the way that you, you know, were brought up or you might even be angry at yourself or angry at diet culture. And while those are all really helpful motivators to detangle yourself from a web of lies that was holding you back, ultimately, I think you and I are positive people. And so staying in the anti phase for too long, in my opinion, can be dangerous without sort of finding the positive, the flow, what feels good, what's next. So we hope that we ruffled some feathers a little bit just to get you thinking, to get you noticing and questioning everything you hear and everything you say to yourself. But ultimately, and this might be a year from now, this might be two years from now, what I'm after, Amy, what I think you're after, is helping people find inner peace which is a lot more of of a positive, comfortable emotion than anger. Does that make sense? Yeah. I'm I'm for peace So there are like certain words I was thinking about this the other day, and I'm going to have to put it into words somehow in the next few days. But like there are certain words that I'm just so kind of over. Like if I hear the word unprecedented one more time during this pandemic, I'm going to lose it. (laughs) It's like we're, we're just kind of saying the same thing over and over again. Even when I hear the word food freedom at this point, it's a little bit of an eye roll because yes, food freedom is what is what we're we're going to get from doing all this work, but it's kind of a side effect or a symptom of that inner peace. And I feel like the inner peace is something that I want every single person to experience because when you feel peaceful from within, when you feel empowered to share that part of you that you think might be broken or might, you know, make you an outcast, we connect with others more. We connect with ourselves. And I truly believe that that is where happiness comes from. Again, happiness doesn't mean that, you know, everything's always good, but it means that we're functioning from a peaceful place and we feel really connected and understand why we do the thing. So going back to your first question, which is like, what are the next steps for each person? You brought up a good point. The next step is going to be different for every listener. I've been so honored to hear from so many of you from email and DM. And what I know is you're all in different life phases, as well as processes with your relationship to food. So I think that the best thing that we can do is to just notice what's going on around you and question everything. 
So question everything I say, question everything Amy says, question everything we hear, everything we read, instead of taking it at face value. And I also want to just empower everybody to trust their gut instincts. I think that's something that's really been robbed of us with keto, and again, just naming the ones that you named that the girl named, with keto, juice cleanses, all that stuff, all that part, all those things that we did because we were told we can't trust ourselves. I want to return back to the gut instincts of you knowing what's good for you or what's right for you and leaning into that without fear because you read that this was going to solve your problem. Right. I was so guilty of being the person of, okay, well, this person said we're supposed to eat this food and it's a superfood, so I must consume it. When really that superfood might be great for somebody else and somebody else might really enjoy it and they absolutely should keep it in their diet if that's the case. But I didn't, but I was still consuming it all the time. Mm -hmm. And even Mary actually today just posted on her Instagram. I don't know if you saw it, but it made me laugh. She she wrote that um, she's been putting almond butter in her smoothies and she has not been enjoying smoothies. So she just took it out and she's like, I like smoothies again. So even if you're not somebody that like is um, affected by diet culture, maybe in an outward way, like I know Mary has a very healthy relationship to food. These ideas that we should be doing A, B, C, and D subtly sink in and we lose our ability to kind of get to know ourselves. So I just want everybody to question everything that they hear, think, do. Feel free to experiment. This doesn't mean that you should never have a superfood again or try something that maybe is working for somebody else that you might um, resonate with their symptoms of something. But be aware of the feedback and the signals that your body is giving you. Right. And I think when you talk about, you mentioned inner peace, which I'll go back to like, I still don't know what we're calling this. We're not like a food freedom group or a, we don't want to be anti-diet group. But when you say inner peace, like that might be like, what, what, what is our, what is our name? We're like club inner peace. Cause ultimately when you have peace with something that had such a grip on you for so long, whatever the disordered part was, whether it was the binging, the purging, the dieting constantly, the way obsessing over your body all the time. Like mm-hmm. I, I know that I'm still not there most days. I am, I would say more days than not. I'm finding more of the peace, but mm-hmm. I still struggle. And I'm thankful that I have a relationship with Lisa and I can even send her a text and that I have a therapist that totally understands mm-hmm. disordered eating. And I had a therapy session with her. And one of the things that came up was my daughter was having a birthday party this last weekend. She was turning 13. I mean, it wasn't the party that we thought it would be for 13 because we couldn't leave our house and she couldn't have any friends over, but we still try to make it special. And I said, whatever you want, we're getting like for dinner. It's your day. She planned every meal from breakfast to dinner and she ate everything on her. uh, You are special today. Red plate, which is a plate. My whole my family uses. Do you know the red plate that says "You are special today, Lisa"? Oh, no, oh. it sounds amazing. Oh, I need to get you this one. You can buy them, but I highly recommend all families getting this plate. And when it's a person's special day, like that's the plate they eat off of. My mom did it. So my sister cute. does it. We do it. I'm really trying to now make sure that I give Stashira 
so much, both my kids. The choices with food, I try not to label foods as good and bad. And trust me, I used to. Two years ago when they first arrived here, I would say, no, you can't have that today. It's bad for you. Or no, you can't have that. It's not healthy. But what I could have been doing, and luckily they didn't speak much English at the time, so I have time to make up for a lot of it, is I could have been creating already bad habits or un unhealthy habits for her mentally and physically by separating foods as good and bad and not giving her, you know, the choice of wanting to eat that and then teaching her about nutrition and things that are good for her fueling her body, not necessarily categorizing, you know, foods as good and bad. And now I'm going off on a whole nother tangent, but it just... I have an appreciation for Lisa and what I've learned from her and even through this series of not only do you have a responsibility to take maybe what you learn from the podcast and start implementing some of it and researching it and challenging everything like Lisa was saying that you've been taught your whole life, but we do have a responsibility for the next generation. And, and I, I think what you just said, and I just don't want to forget the point, is like, you know, the way you always kind of talk about it is like you're looking for a finish line. And I'm saying you, but I know when I talk to people, it's like, I'm not there yet. I'm not there yet. And just to kind of, again, question that, there's no race or flag at the end. We do our best day by day. And even if we feel like we're totally healed and normal, thoughts come up, situations arise that cause us to go into, for lack of a better word, old ways. Our loss of control can cause us to come back to the same thoughts or behaviors. So I just urge everybody, even if they are, to not see it as this like long road ahead, but rather just to think about putting one foot in front of the other each day and knowing that we're never fully perfect. Perfect isn't the goal. We're just striving to always kind of maintain that connection to ourselves and return to, hey, Lisa, hey, Amy, what's going on right now? Seeing these behaviors and thoughts as a flag to say, okay, you're clearly uncomfortable with something in your life or a situation. What is that feeling? And what do I need to do to best care for ourselves? Yeah, I'm glad you stopped yeah. me to, to say that. I think that's very important. And yes, a good reminder that we're not probably ever finished. I know mm -hmm. that I'm looking for that, but I, I, I also think it's important that you celebrate when you do find yourself having progress oh, sure. towards whatever we're, I guess, yeah, there's true. There's not ever a finish line, but we're all working towards something. For me, it's, you know, to use Lisa's terms where she likes to say, fork the noise. Like I want to get to where I'm just able to Work the noise. Like, yes, yes, we're going to have noise that comes into our mind, but I want to be able to just squash it <laughs> and get rid of it. And that's what, back to Stashira's birthday, we need to be concerned about our next generation. Because for me, I know a lot of moms were listening to this podcast yep. that have young children. And yes, use this podcast to dip your toe in the water for yourself and figure out where you want to go with this, but also how do you want to lead your children? Because there is a change happening and we have a, so much work to do and hopefully our 
daughters and our sons that are growing up and then their daughters and sons can look back on this time frame and be like, wow, I'm glad that there's a bunch of people that started doing some work to really change and shift the way we think about our bodies and food and diet culture. So Sashira wanted for her dinner time meal, like the party part, she wanted pizza and ice cream and like a cookie cake. I mean, we kind of got it all. We had cookies, cupcakes, a cookie cake, ice cream cake, and every kind of pizza known to man. And it was just our family. (laughs) And one of Stashira's friends stopped by for, but practiced social distancing, Mm -hmm. but we just couldn't imagine her not having any kind of contact. But we followed all social distancing, had her over. You know, I definitely had way too much food, but it was more about it just feeling like a party to me. And that's something that normally would have freaked me out, Lisa, having mm-hmm. every kind of, of pizza, every kind of dessert. And I would have, I did have therapy that day. And I told the therapist that when I was ordering the pizza, I, cause I did it, I ordered it ahead of time and had it scheduled for pickup and delivery. But I thought about, should I get a gluten-free pizza for myself? Cause I do tend to not eat gluten, but I've never been tested as having really? gluten intolerance. Mm-hmm. So then I started thinking, is that a lie that I believe, like if is, is one night of having gluten going to do anything to me? And my therapist immediately was like, just eat the pizza everybody else is eating end of story that's what you're Mm -hmm. gonna do you're going to because I mean I was saying I that's what I want to do but my disordered self was also even considering getting ingredients to make my own pizza to have at the party where I really controlled everything about the pizza and she quickly reminded me And not that I was really going to do it, but I was just talking through what my old self would have done and that that thought popped into my head. And she said, any time you spend trying to prep your own pizza to have at this party with her is taking away time with her and time from being in the moment with her and your family to just sit there and eat the pizza that she picked out and that she wanted for her birthday. And that's what we did. And I had the pizza and I had the dessert and it didn't lead to any binging. I didn't have to feel like we had to throw it all away at the end of the night because this food can't stay in our house. We actually put it all in baggies and Tupperware and it's all in the fridge. I put some stuff in the freezer that we can have later if we want to. I didn't have to destroy it all and I didn't have to consume it all. And we did enjoy our time as a family. And she even noticed, she noticed that I was eating certain things that I probably didn't eat at her birthday last year. But, and you know, you mentioned the inner peace, Lisa, and that's what I felt yesterday celebrating her was there was such peace and my mind you were wasn't aligned you were living yeah. like an aligned life and in the if you did miss episodes of outweigh in one of the episodes we talked about values and that's what it comes down to whether you took the time to clarify your values or not i know you amy and i know that family connection being there for sashira being present for the entire day is a value of yours that comes before maybe having gluten and not feeling fantastic. True or false, I don't know. But I I know that family is a core value of yours. And 
when you put the fear before yourself and your own discomfort, the result was peacefulness. And that's why I say, like, food freedom is a symptom, is an outcome of the work, but inner peace is what we're after because you had the peace and what happened, you didn't need to destroy the food because it was there. So it's a really powerful story. I hope you realize and sort of sit with what it felt like to really choose your higher value consciously or not as to what it is. Yeah, and I would encourage others that after you've listened to the series, if you're having little moments where you notice yourself making progress towards the direction that you know will be good for you, that you'll celebrate those little moments. And so, you know, that's what I had to do with my little moment with Stashira's birthday, because I don't need to ignore that. That's not something little. It's something big and I need to celebrate it. So that way I know like how it feels. And I would rather keep feeling that than go back to feeling all the misery and frustration and obsession. I mean, I could go on and on with all the negative ways to describe how you feel when you're shackled by an eating disorder or disordered eating tendencies. And it's just no fun at all. So all consuming. It's all consuming. Okay. Well, Lisa, do you have anything before we wrap? Like, yeah, other people are wondering. Quick thing, just because I didn't exactly answer your question still, and I evaded it for a reason. I think that the most important thing is you've all had a unique journey to get to where you are right now, and therefore your unique journey out of your mindset or what comes next is going to be different per person. So the most important thing that you can do is be willing to learn, be willing to read parts or all the books that we've recommended so far. I mean, I know that for Amy, Brain Over Binge was her aha moment, and it was like, yes, this is what resonates with me. And I've heard from so many people that that book has been so helpful. For somebody else, that book isn't going to strike a chord. So whether it's a book or working with a professional or doing a program or a therapist, whatever it is, just, you know, be willing to try different things and not give up if the first person or the first program or the first book isn't striking that chord that you need to be kind of, you know, that you need to feel is, is struck to feel validated and seen. So I have my courses, Force the Noise Fundamentals and Ditch Diets for Good. But if looking at me and my words don't resonate with you, there are amazing practitioners out there that might be better fits for you. So just, you know, continue to open your eyes and soak up as much literature as you can and discern that some things are going to fit right for you and some won't, but don't give up on the entire process just because one thing doesn't work. And (laughs) yeah, it is. Because I think Lisa and I can't stress enough, just listening to the series is not enough. There's so much more out there and so much work that needs to be done. And so Lisa and I are are excited because I'm pretty sure we're going to do a second series. So uh, we don't have a time frame on that. But again, that's also too why we can't wait to hear more feedback from everybody or get questions so we we can know what we need to include in the second round and what kind of experts you would like to hear from, or if any of you have your stories that you would love to share and put out there and that we could feature as part of making or helping others not feel alone. So that's something exciting that I think 
it's pretty official. We just don't know when we'll, we'll do it. And then also Lisa and I are going to do a live Instagram live at some point soon and we will share the date with y'all so that way you can put it on your calendars and mark out the time to sit there and be with us and we'll take questions on that and just go over some of the stuff to again recap because there's so much information and you know we can't even just recap it all here there we can take your feedback and use some of that in the live or gets some more info from some of our experts that we had on. But I think that a live would be a good way to close out the series, part yeah. one. Then we'll, we'll look forward to a second round sometime soon. But Lisa, thank you for coming on with us today. Thanks for having me. Recap. And y'all make sure to follow her if you're not already at The Well Necessities on Instagram. And Lisa, I'll talk to you soon. Okay, Healthcare Hero, shout out time. This is like one of my favorite things to do because it's just so fun to read y'all's emails. And then when I reply to y'all saying they're going to be featured, y'all get super excited and that makes me happy. Uh, This email is from Allison. Hey, Amy, my name is Allison and I have been wanting to write you for a long time. I've been a fan of the Bobby Bone Show since I was a student at Texas State in San Marcos like 16 years ago. (laughs) Yeah. That she even questions if that's right. And I've only been on the Bobby Bone Show like 14 years, but Bobby and Lunchbox have been doing it for 16, 17 years. So, mm-hmm, Allison, that sounds about right. Uh, she goes on to say, I listened to your podcast today and I wanted to tell you about my best friend, Rachel. We have been best friends since we were kids. She, her husband, Jack, and I, we all went to school together from first and second grade through high school at a small school in Houston. She has always been so beautiful and smart, so it makes sense that she is now a doctor at a hospital in Dallas, one of the hardest hit areas by the coronavirus. Her husband is a firefighter in Houston. He commutes from Dallas to Houston for work. Rachel's mom mom was diagnosed with cancer about a year ago and is currently undergoing treatment in Houston. I sent her one of the cancer four things sweatshirts last year when she started chemo, which side note, this is me talking now. The four things for the chemo one says chemo, radiation, cancer, suck it. And is a really cute pullover to wear to cancer treatments. My dad would wear it to his and he always got like high fives and smiles, which is crazy now because there's not going to be any more high fives happening in hospitals these days. Uh, okay, next, uh, or back to her, her words in the email. After her mom was diagnosed with cancer, Rachel decided it was time for them to move back to Houston to be closer to family. This move is supposed to be happening in June. So with working like crazy and worrying about her mom and everything else in life, they're now trying to sell their house in Dallas and try to buy a house in Houston. Oh, well, I All my things are crazy with coronavirus. And before she is supposed to start her new position at a hospital in Houston, I know everything will work out for them and that God is in control, but it is a very stressful time for them right now. I've had a few things in my car at the Shop Forward website for a couple days now, but I've had a hard time pushing checkout because I'm not currently working right now. So I have been extra careful with any extra spending. I was working at a daycare at a church, but we haven't been able to open due to all this mess. One of the items in my cart was a healthcare hero four things tote that I was going to send to Rachel. I just wanted to do a little something nice for her during this crazy time to let her know I was thinking about her and I love her. I know that she would love it. I have lots of items that I purchased over the years for myself, as well as many gifts for others. 
I'm a giver and love giving things that mean something and go towards a good cause. I would love it if you would shout her out next week so I can share that with her. Thank you for everything. I always look forward to listening to the podcast. It brightens my day. Please keep doing you. I feel like I have so much more to say to you, but I guess it mostly boils down to thank you. Love and lots of blessings. Allison. Okay, Allison, I just love this email. And I love that even though times are hard for you, you're looking for a way to bless your friend. And yes, we will be sending Rachel a four things healthcare hero tote. Don't you worry about that. So I've already emailed you asking for the address. So I'm going to go check that email, make sure we get it and then get that in the mail. So very sweet and thoughtful of you to be thinking of your friends. Guys, this is what it's all about shouting out your people and then we shout them out here and they get, you know, the thanks that they deserve. So Rachel, if you happen to be listening to this, thank you for everything. And we'll keep your mom in our prayers. I know that that is not easy, especially during this crazy time. So you're a healthcare hero, Rachel. We appreciate you. Okay. Email shout out time. That's a wrap on today's episode. If you're new to listening to the podcast, I take emails from four things with Amy Brown at gmail.com and I shout them out at the end of every episode. So you never know when yours might show up. Even if you sent it to me two months ago, sometimes it just shows up. This one actually came to me uh, recently. It was on Monday, April 27th. But again, I've done it before where it's been months and then somehow it makes it into the shout out. So you really never know. This email is from Shelby. Hey, Amy, I recently started listening to your podcast. So naturally it started from the beginning and I'm so late to the game, but I'm glad my sister told me about it. I wanted to reach out about a few things. I relate to you on so many levels. For starters, I've always been the world's worst at prioritizing sleep making my bed and doing normal activities in bed, like watching TV, doing work, scrolling social media, etc. However, I love the tips you give and I'm currently on day two of making my bed. Small goals, small victories, taking it one day at a time. Second, I've always wanted to be a mom and maybe even adopt. However, my husband worries that he will not be able to love a child that is not biologically his. We have not had a child yet or even begun to try, but we're looking at it in the near future. He feels his heart would change if we were unable to have kids of our own. So I was wondering if you and your husband always knew you wanted to adopt or if it only crossed your mind after you weren't able to have kids of your own. You may have answered this in a later episode that I haven't made it to yet, but I was just curious. Okay, Shelby, Shelby from Mississippi. That's how you signed your email. Uh, Thank you so much for the note. And I, I think our husbands may be a little bit alike in this area. I, I of course thought we would have kids. Adoption was not on our radar. I just thought we would get pregnant, have babies, however many we wanted. And it really wasn't going to be a thing. And then when I started to not get pregnant, that's when adoption was put on my heart. And I had to be patient for my husband to get there. And he read the book, Adopted for Life. I've talked about it on the podcast a lot, but I know you maybe haven't hit one of those episodes yet. That is a great book. I don't know your faith background. It is Christian-based, but I, that's, that's one where after reading the first chapter, my husband was all in and said, okay, I get it. We're, we're adopting. We need to do this because I do want kids. I do want us to be a family, and this isn't the road I thought we were going to be going down, but 
this is what we need to do. And his heart did change. So there's nothing wrong with what your husband is feeling. I think that that's very normal. And sometimes it just takes people longer to get there. So you can get that book for him and maybe see where that gets you guys. But thank you for listening and tell your sister thank you for uh, telling you about my podcast. I appreciate y'all spreading the word. That means a lot. Also too, if you're ever listening, you take a screenshot and you tag me and share episodes with other people on social media or on text messages with family and friends. That is also much appreciated as well. Okay, I hope y'all have a great day and we'll see you on Tuesday. I've got another I guess Tuesday, Lisa will be back on. I'm going to do a Q&A episode with Lisa uh, with outweigh questions from my email because my inbox is blowing up with outweigh questions. So I'm going to do my Q&A on Tuesday with her. So see y'all then. Thanks. Bye. Be kind to joy. Laugh a lot. BK. BK. Be kind to joy. Laugh a lot. Be kind to Little food for your soul, Life ain't always pretty, but hey, it's pretty beautiful, thing. Laugh a little more, thing. Tight, tighten up your core, thing. Said EK, you're kicking it with four things. With Amy Brown. All summer, the best time of the year usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there was another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. At IKEA, everyone can have lounge chair access. No reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, they have all of the essentials that you need to soak up summer in style no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. All right, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth that no matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can really make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through things. Now, BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. BetterHelp.com. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots, and Tacova's is your stop before attending your next concert. All Tacova's boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tacova's has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. If you can't make it to a store, well, just go to tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Hey, it's Amy here to talk about St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. For 60 years, St. Jude doctors and researchers have helped push the overall childhood cancer survival rate from 20% to more than 80%. And we need your help getting that number to 100%. And most important, your support means that families never receive a bill from St. Jude for treatment, travel, housing, or food. That peace of mind means so, so much for these families. So join me in helping St. Jude in this fight. Become a partner in hope at musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org.